Hi everybody, this is Julissa. Thank you so much for coming back to my podcast, everybody. I wanted to come here and talk to you guys about something um, that I discovered like late in life, I guess you can say. Um, but these are some of the things that we as humans, we do. And we do it sometimes without realizing how much it can affect somebody, right? So um, I have come here to my podcast and talk to you guys about um, you know, emotional abuse and things like that. But today I'm going to talk about a phenomenon, I guess you can say. This thing is so, um, it's practiced so often and sometimes we do it without even realizing. But, uh, you know, I feel like at some point or another we all do it. And that's what you as a human, we, you, we always need to be checking our feelings and our reaction to things, right? So today I'm going to talk to you guys about projection, right? And projection psychology. And I learned about this, I guess you can say many years ago, right? Um, But, you know, back then I was not really... Um, even though I took one psychology class when I was in college, I have to say, even though I went to school for fashion, um, one of my, you know, requirements was psychology and, you know, the other regular major um, um, classes that you needed to take to graduate. But I, I remember I, I really like my psychology class. I think um, it makes you learn so much about human behavior and the things that people do, right? But to be honest, I didn't, I didn't know about projection psychology into later, like I said. And I guess, you know, I heard about it. I remember one one time I was working at a store and this young girl was just out of college. She just started working there part time. And somehow we started talking about projection psychology. And I was like, what does she mean? Then, she, you know, she being a fresh graduate, she tried to explain it. And then, you know, of course, I listened to her and all of that. But I then, you know. I didn't really dig into it more, um, but now I'm here to tell you guys some of the things that, you know, what projection psychology, psychology really is, right? So let me just start by saying, you know, projection is the process of displacing one's feeling into a different person, right? And people do this a lot, you guys, all those videos that we see of Karen's, right? We see so many people of, of you know, um, getting angry because somebody has asked them a question and assuming that that person was attacking them. And it's like, no, you are, you left your house angry, but you want to find, like, it's almost like you, you don't want to acknowledge that feeling. So you want to put it on somebody else, right? It's basically, you know, it's, I've, I describe it as a scapegoat, right? I don't want to face what I'm feeling right now. So I'm going to blame you for something, oh, oh, I'm going to pick a five uh, out of nothing just to blame you. And that is so damaging to the other person, okay? I have experienced um, projection psychology um, in my my life. It's not fun at all. And and maybe I can say in, you know, some other time I had, um, you know, actually being the one projecting onto somebody else. And we have to be so careful about that, right? Um, One thing I have to say, right? Always don't believe everything that you think, right? Not people like a lot of the times, you know, have you ever, let's say you buy one of those um, fancy gowns, right? And then you're like, I'm going to wear this dress to this event. But I know everybody's going to be looking at me and thinking, you know, I probably 
should grab a bigger size or something. Or maybe my dress is too long or too tight or too fancy for this. And then we already leaving our house with that thing in our head. And the minute somebody says, hey, I love your dress, you know, then we'll, we can be like, oh, you see, she's trying to tell me that it looks too tight. And it is so, it's such a bad thing to do um, because like I said, it hurts the other person, okay? That's the biggest thing. It hurts the other person. So we need to be, to have healthy minds, right? And the, the subject, right, of mental health, being a Christian, right, believe it or not, like it's hard to see it in the church. It's hard for people to speak about it, right? It's almost like a taboo subject. It's almost like, um, you know, there are many subjects that people don't speak about in the churches. And they completely, you know, avoid it, I guess you can say. Um, but I, but I, another thing that I noticed too is like um, people who are single past a certain age, they no longer matter. You know, everything is catered to families, right? Everything is catered to married couples and, you know, and the ladies and things like that. But it's like you have, you know, and career people, right? Like the young adults, you have young adults, kids, you know, married couples and, the, you know, the ladies group. But then when it comes to like the single, you know, adults, I guess you can say, um, nothing's being done for them. And, you know, when it comes to mental health, I think that's another thing that churches don't like to speak about. And these days, especially after the pandemic, there are people who are struggling with mental health. And I think there is a it's a look down type of thing when, when somebody says, hey, you know, I've, I've been feeling depressed, right? Or, or I haven't been feeling, oh, you don't have enough faith, right? Uh, and then, you know, when you speak to somebody and then they bring the Bible, it's like you're attacking with the Bible verse, you know, you can say to somebody, hey, I haven't been feeling 100% um, this past week. Well, you know, the word of God says, right, the word of God says you have to be joy in all circumstances. It's like, can you hear people out, you know? Can you hear people out? It's okay to have conversations that perhaps make you uncomfortable. And if you're uncomfortable, then maybe send somebody else who can talk to that person, you know? Um, but just watch how you say things. So when it comes to projection psychology, I think it goes hand in hand. People who are angry with themselves, are angry at a situation, they don't know how to manage those feelings, right? So what they do, right? They immediately will reach out to whoever, like, I feel like it's almost like whoever answers the phone first, right? So whoever answers the phone first, I'm going to tell you how my day was. And the minute you say, oh, that really happened? Oh, oh, really? They did that to you? What do you mean they did that to me? Like, are you trying to say I, I deserve that? And immediately it goes from a conversation, normal conversation, to you being projected upon just because you ask a question. And that person feels like I found my outlet. I'm going to release my energy my my bad energy, my bad feeling, and to this person, I get angry with them now because at the end of this whole thing, it's going to make me feel better because I let go of those feelings. And the other person is left hanging, thinking, what just happened? <laughs> like, I just asked one question and she's going off on me. You know, I didn't even mean any of that, that she now is accusing me for. 
and we have to be so careful with that like as you know like i tell you guys you know just living life i'm not trying to say by any means that i'm perfect i'm saying these are things that i learned along the way i'm always checking myself i'm like there's you know life is you have to know how to react to things right you have to know how to react to things and if you can stay quiet there's a reason why you you know you don't have to answer to every every argument and i think a lot of the times you know when when we are presented in a situation that is going to get us really angry we have to just in that moment just pray real quick just be like god please take over please take over god because i don't want to go go off or like be so angry or react the, the wrong way because had you ever noticed that some things are not really big deal you know what i mean like some things are so easy to manage um and some things are not really how we see it in the moment right because things change all the time right and perhaps we it could be any situation right it could be at a workplace you know you're dealing with something or oh they're gonna have this big meeting now and they go on a let's just say let's go they're gonna go over performance and there you are in your head working a hundred miles per hour thinking if they bring that up i'm gonna say the other is the the other thing then i'm gonna make sure i, I mention this and then you have this meeting and it's it's completely you know positive you know there's no like you know there's nothing really to make anybody angry about and it's like wow you just use your head for nothing right and you just went off in your head in your mind you know already reacting to scenarios and situations that never happen so we have to be so careful about that you know i like you know that i'm very calm but uh, you know i have my days obviously like everybody so we all have these moments where we like i'm just you know let, let them talk it's okay you can listen right but there are people who like i said sometimes they leave their home and there are probably like ready to bark at anybody right you ask them one question they're ready to bark at you and that's i truly believe that's an example of projection right like i'm so angry that any little thing that anybody might say to me i'm gonna you know go off on them because i'm trying to release this this feeling that i have and i'm trying to suppress the feeling right because the feelings they need to come out right so that that is what projection is it says it's an unconscious discomfort that can lead people to attribute on unacceptable feelings or impulses to someone else to avoid confronting them right have you ever been blamed <laughs> you know when people do things bad things to you and then they blame you for for their reaction well, I only did that because or because of what you say or because of what you you look the way you looked at me. That's why I reacted like that. No, you are an adult. You make your own decisions. I will never forget. There's a movie. I will never forget this thing. It's, it's this movie. I don't even know the name, and I, it came out not long ago. It, it was Halle Berry, and I think it was the phone call or something like that. I will never forget um, this movie, how this evil man kidnapped this young girl from a mall parking lot, something like that. I'm sure people know what, I'm, what movie I'm talking about. And, you know, Halle Berry is a, is a, reception, a call center staff for emergency, for the emergency line, right? And she gets this call, you know, and then 
the whole movie, like towards the end, you know, when she is towards the end, I think the bad guy is killing somebody who tried to escape from him. Right. And then he's screaming after he done his evil work. He's screaming at the person who's already there saying, look what you make me do. Or he's screaming at the other girl. He's like, look what you made me do. Projection is just like that example to me. I will never forget watching that because people who are evil, they always want to blame somebody else. It's never their fault, right? It's like, I'm reacting angry because of you. And that's such a scapegoat, so immature. And people who are not mentally right do this all the time. Okay. So let me just continue and tell you why a little bit more about projection psychology, right? Um, and then you get people like, it says, uh, an example of projection is, is the person who is married. A married man who is attracted to a female co-worker, but rather to saying that, he says, you know, the other person is flirting with me. And that happens so often i'm not saying with married men but i'm saying like with people in general like they they'll flirt with you right like young like men will flirt with you and they'll be like oh i know you like me dude you've been flirting (laughs) with me since we met and now i'm the one who likes you it's so crazy like i don't understand sometimes people do this um like i said it's just they don't know how to deal with that feeling and they're always accusing somebody. Um, I, can, I have probably the best example. I, you know, I used to work for this company. I'm going to be so honest right now. I used to work for this company. And they happened to hire. This is how crazy the world is right now. They happened to hire somebody who committed fraud um, with the government. And, you know, her first day, she was our supervisor, right? Because people don't do background checks anymore. So she was our supervisor, and she got hired to manage the department that, that deals with money, right? Because, you know, it's almost like bringing somebody who who has a drinking problem, bringing them to, to manage a bar, right? Like, you, you want to keep people separate from things that they are weak to, they're so weak about, right? So by that time, I've already been working in that company for like three years, right? And we had a very solid team. Everybody get along with everybody. We did our work, whatever, right? So she comes along and, you know, it's a new person in the office. So people started researching about her. You know, what are you doing these days? You Google people, right? You Google their name and things like that. And the first thing that comes up on the Google search is that she has actually been arrested for um, committing fraud and stealing from the government. And this person got hired to manage the finance department for this company. But this is how people are, right? People who project their feelings on you, they always want to blame you for the things that they really are, right? So she was so like shaky micromanaging everybody shaking on people and making sure you bring that deposit money why because you know she stole before and she got caught and she got arrested and so she thinks everybody's like her so this lady went overboard 
like I, I am I actually ended up quitting because I couldn't take her micromanagement and she, her assumptions too and you have to be careful to work with other people like that because it's almost like when people get arrested and it's so public they're so traumatized and they want to somehow feel you know like they're not the only one who can mess up so any little thing that they might see they will build a case against you you have to be so careful and I'm being honest because that's how when I was there that's how I felt about her I'm like it's better for me to just go because I know we all know her history everybody in the office know you will see people talking behind closed door you know everybody know right but she was so like assuming that everybody was, you know, like stealing, not stealing, but like she wanted to be on top of everything. I remember she, her first meeting was like, I wanted, you know, her first meeting, she's like taking workload from everybody. It's almost like, wow, you're doing every everybody's work. And the reason why she needed to do that, because one, she was a micromanagement, micromanager, right? So she wanted to control everything and she wanted to, you know, be on top of, you know, I guess the money, right? I don't know what her plan was. That's the other thing, right? So if she fall on her her weakness again, she's not going to go for it again. She's not going to be admitting that. So she's going to blame somebody else. So I don't even know how she, that person got hired. All I'm saying is like, you have to be so careful because um, people who project on others, they will never have the, they're always looking who they can blame. They're always looking who they can project their feelings on. So we were, like I said, we were a very solid team. Everybody got along. Everybody worked there for years. I have people that, like I was probably the youngest one, three years. Everybody else was like seven years, 10 years, you know, 17 years. So everybody got along. Here she comes new with a really criminal record like that. And then she assumes everybody, you know, was doing wrong and that she needed to micromanage everybody. No, it is her. She's the one who brought the problem. But because she don't know how to handle that negative feeling, she wanted to project it on everybody. So it came to a point that you would walk in and say good morning. Oh, I didn't like how she said good morning. You know, and it's like, wow. Um, you know, I remember one thing that she did too. She always kept her door closed. And it's like, you're the new supervisor and your door is closed since you come in at eight until you leave at five. And it was like, who hired this? Like, you wanted like to see like, what kind of company is this that is you know, they're putting, it's almost like I said before, they're putting a person who has a drinking problem to manage the bar. Like you're putting them right there. And it's, it was just crazy. I'm like, I need to get out because well, if anything, she's, she's never, you know, if anything happened, you know, she already has a history on that. None of us have a problem with that. You know, we all get along. We've been here for years. Great integrity with everybody that worked there. Okay, there was not one person who had um, anything that you can think of, you know, at least for the three years that I was there, I never heard anything bad. And here comes trouble trying to blame, project her feelings on people. And it's like, 
they don't see it. If HR doesn't see it, you need to get out. And that's exactly what I did. So that's, that's, that's projection psychology, guys. We have to be so careful. And also, like I said, you know, we have to be so careful how we use it too, right? Because it's, it's, like I said, um, it's tricky. So if you are out and about, right, to the store or something, check yourself. If you're about to get angry with the server, if you're about to get angry with anything, you're like, hmm. Did they really say that to me like that one? I'm just projecting how I'm feeling today to them, right? Like, they didn't mean it like that, right? Oh, I didn't like their tone of voice. Or I'm going to, you know, these days everybody complains, right? Everybody wants to complain to their manager, right? I wouldn't need to speak with your manager, right? You disrespect me. And we, like I said, we see so many videos of these Karens, right? They they go off on people for a sandwich that was made wrong. You know how many times, this is why I stopped eating out too. Not only do like, I feel like people are cheating now these days when it comes to the food, the prices go up and the portions are less. So I always notice that they always missing something from my order. I don't know what it is, right? So I'm like, I'm done ordering out. But like, I would never go back to a restaurant, especially food. You have to be so careful to get angry at a restaurant. Like, for me, if I go to a restaurant, right, and they, they did me bad service, or the food was not, like, great or something was missing from my order after I drove off, I'm done. Like, I'm not going to come back. Because imagine you returning food to people that are making your food. These days are crazy, guys. And yes, perhaps nothing will happen, but I feel like people are so easy and quick to complain, right? And people always complain also to the people who can fix their situation. That's the other thing, okay? So it's just crazy. Um, so yes, at the end of the day, projection psychology is a defense mechanism, right? Um, it's such a, a, a negative feeling that when people are projecting on you their feelings, they don't know how to handle it. So the easiest way they can do if, you know, to get it out quick, I guess you can say the best thing that they'll do is the easiest way is to pick a fight with you out of thin air. You know, they might call you and be like, so I just went to the mall. Um, I needed to do a return. And you can say, oh, you went there again? Didn't you tell me you were you were there like two days ago too? Just because you're asking them, trying to keep the conversation flowing. What are you trying to say? That I return every day now? That all I do is buy and return? This is why I can speak to you these days because you're always assuming stuff about me. And you're like, what just happened with this conversation? You are angry because you're going to return again. But now you call me so that I can join in this conversation. It's such a manipulation tactic, by the way, everybody. Now they call you to kind of like speak with you about it. And you're thinking, oh, they're just trying to communicate with me. And, you know, if you don't say anything to them, they'll be like, are you listening to what I'm saying? So it's a problem. So you say, oh, you went again. You told me the other day you were there again. And now they take that as you 
accusing them <laughs> of buying and returning things. And people do this all the time. Like I deal with that in my life. I feel like there are people in my life that I deal with. Um, they're always projecting their feeling on me. And it's like, oh my goodness, how am I going to save myself from this? I see it now. Like I told you, sometimes emotional abuse can take years for you to realize what it is. And that is so sad because by the time you realize, you know, you're so accustomed to it. You're so accustomed to it and you get disrespected over and over again. The problem with being disrespected is that it becomes a codependency. And when you're having like everything's going fine, you know, the work, business, everything seems to be going fine. You're like, I feel like I'm missing something. Oh, yeah, you're missing being cursed out by somebody in your family, let's just say. So let me call and see how they're doing. And there it goes because people who keep their negative feelings on, they're always, you know, one day they lift you up and you're like, oh, you're amazing, you know, let's get together. And, and the next day it's like, did you see what happened? Because I didn't, you know, you're supposed to do that and you didn't do the other. And I can't take it with you. You don't know how to do anything. And it's like, wow, you know. And like I said, it can take years for you to realize that you have been um, sad. The sad—that's the sad truth, right? That you have been verbally abused, emotionally abused for years, right? And I hope that in the churches they will speak more about this stuff. And I know it's hard, right? I think that you know, I I I know somebody who, you know, I accept people for who they are, right? And Because I know everybody's trying to be accepted for who they are. But then you know about people and you're like, wow, this person just dismisses everything. Um, She, you know, this different type of people, I guess I, I tend to not analyze people, but like, hmm, that's quite interesting that they do that. But it's not like I go and, you know, have conversations with mutual friends and things like that no like people are different right and that's that's the beauty of life right but one thing I noticed about this person is that you would take to talk to them you know it's almost like that they always there are people who always give you that Christian answer it's so crazy like can we have real conversations like you don't have to just give me a Bible. Like I told you guys, I read the Bible on a daily basis on my YouTube channel. I'm always posting reels on Instagram about Bible verses, right? And I'm so thankful for that. Like I was telling the Lord, I'm like, I love doing that, Lord. Thank you for the opportunity, um, for the ideas and what Bible verse you want me to read and things like that. So like I know a lot about, you know, Bible verses and things like that. But there are people who you talk to them, and just because we, you know, we go to church and then we know about Jesus doesn't mean that you can dismiss everything that I say to you with the Bible verse. Like, can you hear me out for a second? You can, you know, I remember one time I saw this person, right? It's like, it's, we're not really, f like, friends that we know each other's birthday, but, you know, we share things in church in events and things like that on and off throughout the years hey how's everything you know i randomly saw her at an event hey how's everything you know we started talking about the event whatever and i said you know my mom is not doing too good that's when my mom began her 
um, she got really bad with um, dementia. My mom has dementia. And we went through the whole thing with going to the ER because she was violent and things like that, right? Well, you know, at that moment, I remember I was so, I was at an event, you know, showing my face, but I saw, I, I was dealing with a lot. And I know who she was. And maybe perhaps people can say, you know, it's not the right moment. But don't dismiss people so quick, right? Especially with this type of, so, you know, I um, my mom is not doing too good. Well, I think the Lord, God is going to take care of her. You know, the Lord will take care of her. Like, you don't even let me finish to tell you what it is. Like, there's nobody here, like, close to us that can hear anything. Like, people are so uncomfortable sometimes. And I can understand not everybody's open to communications like that. It's just so disappointing with the, you know, you're not letting me finish and you're already saying, you know, well, the Lord will take, I know the Lord will take care of it. And I know God, you know, by his stripes, we're healed and all of that. I just need you to hear me out for a moment, but it's okay. All right. It's just, life is hard, you guys. You have to even have to find the right person who will listen to you. Um. And like I said in my previous podcast, you know, there are people who want to help. And a lot of the times they just want to help to see how you live, I guess you can say, to allow themselves to go into your private, um, you know, private living area. I guess you can say not private. But, um, that's funny. To go into your private circle of life, I guess you can say, where you don't let a lot of people in. And they're like, they come in with the... Um, helping hand and then they'll give feedback on you and that is the worst thing right but anyways I am almost out of time I really hope that you learn something from the this podcast I gotta say you know I'm gonna be making more more podcasts now I really hope in case you haven't noticed yet I am using a new mic that I just got <laughs> so it's like I needed to use it today I'm so excited that the audio is gonna be amazing Thank you guys so much for listening and I hope you come back and listen some more. God bless.